0: Hey fellow entrepreneurs, welcome to Buckets and Boomgates with Kim White and Carrie Zarb, where you get to be the fly on the wall in weekly conversations that are designed for you, the entrepreneur. Business can be hard, and doing it alone is even harder. That is why in this show, these two business owners will share across the globe what they have experienced, so you can get serious results while having fun in your business. It's now time to join today's conversation with Kim and Kerry.
1: Hey, Kim. Hey, Kerry. What are we going to talk about
0: today? Mm, One of my favourites. I think it could be both of our favourites, this one. And Kerry, if you haven't noticed that I have a lot of favourites, you have a lot of favourites, we have a lot of favourites. And Kim, did you know over
1: here that you can actually buy a box of chocolates called favourites? No, I did not. The Cadbury Dairy Milk Company. or well it's not Cadbury Dairy Milk, Cadbury Company. The Chocolate Company releases <laughs> and they've got different versions. They've got a large one and a small one and sometimes they change it up a little bit and they have special additions. But it's got all little bite-sized pieces of individually wrapped chocolates in a, in a mixed little box. Oh, that's one of my favorites.
0: Oh, my goodness, Kerry. This does remind me of our topic though, because sometimes there's big ones and little ones and sometimes there's many ones and I like the way you described it. Mm, not bad. Accidentally
1: on purpose, accidentally, completely accidentally, nothing on purpose. <laughs> <laughs> so Kim, we do want to talk about feedback and what that can look like and maybe how it can be delivered oh my god there's so much we can unpack about this one and how it can feel sometimes oh yes (laughs) good the bad and the ugly of it all yes
0: (laughs) that was perfect carrie
1: (laughs) so kim why don't you kick us off with where you want to start with this topic
0: well i think we need to be really clear from the beginning carrie what we are talking about feedback. I think feedback for us in the entrepreneur world is like vital for us to figure out the things that are as you know, as we as we say, not creepy. We don't want creepy things out into the world for our business. So when you get feedback, it helps you be better and better and better. Way more sexy, way less creepy that's kind of the goal for us. And Kim, I'm going to add to that
1: and say as entrepreneurs, we need to be open to feedback. Well, yeah. But we also need to touch on the difference between feedback and advice.
0: Oh, boom. You're coming in hot this morning (laughs) Kim. I am.
1: I am. I'm not even like I'm all warmed up and and I'll just say this out loud that it's coming to the end of my day at 7pm here in Australia. And for you, Kim, it's like, crazy o'clock in the morning, like some ridiculous hour. <laughs> it's only 4 a.m. <laughs> only, only the birds aren't even up yet. The sun hasn't even thought about today and I've sent it to you. It just hasn't arrived yet. Let's be clear about that.
0: <laughs> I love it. Love it. Harry, whenever you're saying, when we're talking about feedback, let me say it this way. When we're talking about feedback, everybody has to remember that feedback is an opinion. So when somebody's giving you feedback, it's an opinion of what they think. It's an opinion of what they're hearing. It's an opinion of like how they feel like you delivered whatever it is they're giving feedback on. It's not something based on, I'm going to call it expertise. However, there's a difference between opinion that is, like you said, advice and opinion that is um, from a place of experience
1: and i think i like what you said there kim about how we deliver something as to the feedback we're going to receive because sometimes and we've we experience this on a regular basis and we hang out in a place on clubhouse called the not creepy room where people can come and practice their pitch their offer or their intro and that is the perfect space to get feedback on what you're delivering how it's being heard Because sometimes how we think it is and what we think we're putting out there is delivered to the recipient in a completely different way. So I love that addition.
0: I don't know about you, Carrie, but in my head, things can be very clear. And then they start to come out my mouth. And it doesn't sound like what it sounded like in my head. Like it doesn't come out the same way.
1: (laughs) And just to touch on that a bit more, Kim, like this is not only you know, the audio that we put out there, what the words that we say, it can be the written text on a website, it could be an image by demonstration of a feeling or something, it could be a graphic, it could be as simple as going back to your business logo or a signature on your email. And that's another thing, Kim, when we talk about words, the way they're read sometimes can, can be very different from one human to the next. So again, it's about that delivery and what people are receiving in order to be able to give feedback that is helpful, but sometimes it's a, a two-way conversation of getting that connection right of what we mean versus what we're saying versus what's written. So Kim, I think you should grab your bucket and I'll grab my boom gate and let's just take a quick little break.
0: What do you think? Perfect, Carrie. We'll be back in a minute.
1: This podcast is sponsored by Fire Up Groundwork Brigade Mastermind. Are you an entrepreneur who is focused on making an
0: impact? But you haven't figured out how to make an income doing it? We spent years trying to figure out how to do both. And we realized the business adventure is not a one-size-fits-all. I'm Kim White. I'm the founder and fierce leader of the My Sexy Business team. And I'm Kerry Zarb, Aussie bucket of swearing sunshine. But not in this podcast and she's a brilliant entrepreneur by the way
1: we both understand how it feels to believe we are the only ones who can't figure things
0: out so we decided to join forces so we could get in the trenches with you
1: we lead a very special mastermind group so you can be confident in strategically
0: implementing the right things in the right order so that you too can get the best possible results
1: we cover a variety of topics based on what you need
0: including building a business that you own and doesn't own you.
1: We even address themes like social media strategy and simple tech solutions.
0: If you would like to meet other entrepreneurs who are living proof of what is possible,
1: come and join us and the link is in the show notes. Oh, that's better, Kim. I've opened up the boom gates. Have you got your bucket? <laughs>
0: I do, Carrie. I do. Now, where were we, Carrie? Um... Oh, there it is. In case anyone doesn't know what that sound was, that was Carrie rewinding. (laughs) Thank you, Kim. I'm sure that needed explanation. So Carrie, I think we need to unpack this in kind of a step-by-step way if we can, because I think there's layers to feedback like you're talking about, that the delivery matters, our delivery Even the timing of feedback matters. Like all of these little things matter. Um, One of the things about timing for feedback is if you're giving feedback, it should never be what I call red carpet feedback. That is the wrong kind of feedback. If somebody is asking you for feedback, it should be on a time that they can handle the feedback. Because remember, feedback can be very painful when you've worked really hard to do something and then somebody, when it feels like somebody is picking it apart, like those things really can be hurtful. And red carpet feedback is when you've got your beautiful, you know, red dress on and you're walking down the red carpet and somebody leans over and says, you should have worn the black one. Well, you can't change when you're on the red carpet. And that was a very deflating kind of place to give somebody that kind of feedback where that feedback should have been given is back at home in the bedroom where should I wear the red one or the black one? So I feel like timing is everything. Don't give feedback to someone when they're in the midst of something that they can't change it anyway. And
1: Kim, that's a really good point because I think a lot of us travel in the space of getting feedback when we do have the opportunity to change it. But there are times when it is, it's it's done, it's dusted, it's too late, there's no going back. And those times is probably the most critical of hurting someone's feelings about it and trying to maybe even subconsciously derail someone. We don't intend to, but that can be the result
0: of, of the red carpet feedback feedback actually should build confidence, not take it away. And in the moment, I'm going to tell you, nobody likes to hear that anything that is not right about what they did, really, like our our flesh, our skin, <laughs> our our emotions as humans, we don't like don't like that. We don't like the feeling of not doing something right or not doing our best. But in that moment also, we have to recognize that as a human it's okay to feel that way and it's okay to take notes and be open to the feedback and have coffee with it or have some time to think about it so that you can see if it's a valid thing because not all feedback is valid honestly some people's feedback is they want to hear their own voices some feedback is based on no experience whatsoever, it's just something they've heard out there somewhere. So they're basing their opinion on something they don't know anything about. And then there's a the experience feedback of, you know, when I tried this, whatever it is, I had this experience, you may want to blah, 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 like, and that crosses over a little into the advice realm. But it is that from experience place, not just because I'm armchair quarterbacking. Exactly. And I think also, Kim, we need
1: to be careful, kind of the same as what you were saying, where we get our feedback from. In the respect of if we want feedback on something, consider who we're going to ask for the feedback, who's in our circle and who's within reach that we can get feedback from. But also, I've found in the past, if we reach out for too much feedback from too many places, it can stitch us up. It can actually us in a bigger bigger tizzy than where we already were because if you're getting these different elements of feedback from all these different places, well so and so said such and such and this person said that and where do I go now? Like we can actually spin ourselves in a circle because we've taken in too much feedback and then we probably almost turn into a people pleaser where we want to tick the boxes for everyone. And it may not give us the result that we were looking for.
0: You are spot on as usual, Carrie. That was, like, really good. And I will I will tell you, even people we love cannot, like, can give us feedback that's not really... It's not that it's not honest. Let me make that clear. It's not that it's not honest. They just view us differently. And I'll give you a great example in my own life. I love my husband, my sexy cowboy. If I want to know if if the pants I'm wearing are making my booty look big, I don't ask him because it doesn't matter what I've got on. Those are the best things ever. Like he does not give me feedback like, oh, you might want to wear those other pants because those are those are looking bad. I would never hear that out of his mouth. <laughs> oh, that's not good feedback for me to judge going out into the world with, you know, the wrong pants off. <laughs> But
1: likewise, Kim, like we can't blame our husbands for giving us that piece of feedback either. They've got to protect themselves. Like they, they're on the edge here. If they're going to say, well, actually, no, you should be wearing these because they're more but They can't say that.
0: You're exactly, right. You're exactly right. So maybe putting that into context, Terry, when we're asking for feedback, consider the position we're putting that other person in consider if there's somebody who is used to giving feedback if it's something very stressful for them they may not be the very like they may not be the best person to give it either because if they're if they're stressed about it they don't want to tell you the truth they don't want to say hey look you've got this big piece of green spinach in your front teeth (laughs) like (laughs) I, I think it's important I do think it's important So
1: Kim, I want to ask you a question when it comes to feedback for anyone out there listening. How do we decipher the difference between receiving feedback and advice?
0: So I think one of the things we get tripped up on as humans is when somebody else is telling us something, we immediately either get defensive. You don't know what you're talking about. That's not true. Like all those defense mechanisms come up or we get oh, I've got to go back and start all over because they just hate it. We we kind of have this, you know, pendulum that we, that we go on. And, and maybe not everybody does that, Carrie, but I don't know if I've ever met anybody that didn't. <laughs> Let me say that. So I kind of have a little bit of a practice that I think is worth mentioning. And that is if somebody's giving you feedback, be very open to it. Be open as long as they're not doing it for the wrong reasons. And you don't always know that at first. But be open to it and write it down. Because I don't have to defend something I'm not going to change in in, because I have a reason behind it. I, I don't have to defend anything if I am just acknowledging the gift that someone has given me of taking their time to give me feedback. If they're giving me advice in the same thing, it's the same thing. Write it down, and then when you're away from the situation or when you you know for sure that person is really helping you and not doing it for the wrong reason, look at it. Is it true? Could it be that I'm not being clear about something? Could it be that you know what they said was valid? Could it be part of what they said was valid? They didn't know how to communicate it to me. There's just so many things we can learn if we just will listen and be open to listening. But Carrie, can I tell you the other side of that same coin? Yeah. Being open and at the same time guarding yourself. Because somebody can hurt your feelings really badly when you're melty. Somebody can hurt your feelings in a way that will cause you to lose confidence or give up on something. If you don't, if you don't have that, you know, that protection, we, we don't need to wear our, like, feelings on our sleeves where no matter what anybody says, this, you know, it just, I think it's so personal and my heart is broken because they didn't like my thing, you know, you don't want to do that either. So guarding your heart, like when you're getting feedback and yet being open-minded to just hear it and write it down. I like that Kim because I I can
1: recognise and I've seen these situations and felt it myself where perhaps when we're putting something out there for feedback, that's a bit of a a moment for us, a vulnerable moment to put our whatever it is out there to another human, maybe in a group space or an individual. So therefore that that feeling that we've got of being exposed all of a sudden. To someone else and we may be a little bit fearful of the feedback that they're going to give us then it can actually put our mind in perhaps the wrong place to hear that feedback well so I like the fact that you said write it down anyway and come back to it later think about our emotions at the time we've just you know unpacked our bags on the table and for the world to see so to speak and then step away write it down, but step away, come back to it later when you're not in that exposure expose, expose, what's the word, Kim? Ex- <laughs> that, that word. <laughs> when we're not feeling so exposed and vulnerable, therefore we can come back with a fresh mindset to look at it again and filter. We have to filter. Just because someone's given us feedback doesn't mean we have to take it. We know what we're Potentially trying to reach with the item that we've delivered, whatever it may be. So therefore, we need to then filter through that feedback that we've been given. And you take some and maybe you leave some
0: and be okay with that. I like the word filter a lot, Terry because like this is a good example between you and I. If you give me feedback on something, I'm going to really pay attention because you are have my best interest at heart. Like I don't have to worry about you coming at me with ugly. I don't have to worry and and maybe what you have to say is honest and it feels ugly. Like that's the thing we have to remember, but we're in a relationship that we can handle that feedback. I mean, we've proven it. We've been doing the not creepy room on Clubhouse for over 2 years. Like that's a long time to be getting feedback. However, someone who doesn't know us and they come into the not creepy room, I always set up the expectation right out of the gate because I give pretty fierce feedback, not because I'm being mean, but because I want the best for whoever's asking for the feedback. But if you don't know us, you don't know you and I Carrie, and they come into that room and we don't frame it properly, they're just going to think we're just awful humans. Because we are very honest and we are very, I will say, even experienced with feedback. I think it's a gift. I do think it's a gift to give someone something that's honest. But the delivery you were talking about earlier, one of the reasons we manage their expectations is because it can feel like an attack when it's not an attack and i think what happens
1: out there as well kim in the rest of the world sadly is the opposite a lot of people don't give honest feedback and therefore people don't often hear the truth and and that level of honesty so i love the way that you frame that and make sure that people understand it is from a good place it's not to hurt anyone's feelings and it's not to be you know ugly or or mean it is honestly so that we help them. That's that's what our goal is. That, that's what we want to do. And that's why we're still running that room after two years.
0: You ever heard the story, Carrie, of the emperor's new clothes? I don't think I have, no. So I probably have the story wrong because I have my own version in my head, just so you know. <laughs> he gets new clothes, except he doesn't have any clothes on. But everybody in the kingdom tells him how good his clothes look because it's the emperor. So his position keeps people from giving him feedback. And I want everybody to understand feedback is also less and less likely to be honest and, and truly helpful the higher in leadership you go. Because people have a fear of giving feedback to someone who is in, and I'm going to call it in power or in control. So if you're a leader in your business or you're a higher, you know, you're higher level than somebody that's giving you feedback, you also have to filter that, caring, because somebody needed to tell the emperor he had no clothes on, like for his sake. But everybody was telling him his clothes look good for their sake. They didn't, they were afraid of what would happen. So you have to look at what where they're coming from. And let me just say, Carrie, if I come out in a bad outfit or no clothes, you better not tell me I look good that way, Carrie. You better <laughs> tell me, go back home and do it again. <laughs>
1: <laughs> and And I think that's the beauty of certain relationships, like the relationship that we have, Kim. Like I can tell you, If something doesn't look good, if something's not sitting right with your hair and there's a bit sticking out the back, well, I'll tell you, hang on a minute, you missed it. Just over here a bit, over here. And we can have those honest conversations. And that's what we want other people to have as well, to be able to trust those around us. And I think the key takeaway here, Kim, from all of what we've shared is to consider exactly what you said, consider who is giving the feedback consider who we're asking for feedback and then use that filtration system to come to a conclusion that may
0: or may not use some of the feedback. Well, Carrie, I promise if you tell me my clothes look good and they don't, I will have to not trust you anymore. So just keep that in mind out there. If you want to build really, really good relationships and trustworthy ones, always be honest with your feedback. And, And you can frame it with, I'd rather not give it today. If you know somebody is going to take it and it's going to harm them, just, you know, be honest about that even. Let, let me let me give that to you another day or let's talk about that tomorrow or whatever you need to do to protect them because at the end of the day, Carrie, feedback is a gift to the person you're giving it to as long as you're doing it for the right reason at the right time and with the right attitude. Boom. Kim, I think that's a wrap. (laughs) Thank you, (laughs) Kerry.
1: Well, Kim, we can't wait to chat with you next week. I can't wait to chat with you next week. And I think we'll hop out of here. Thank you for
0: everything, Kerry. Thank you for the great feedback you give me.
1: You're welcome. Thank you for the feedback of talking to me about feedback so that everyone can be helped with their feedback. (laughs)
0: Thank you for joining Kim and Kerry in today's conversation of Buckets and Boom Gates. Don't forget to follow the show to be the fly on the wall for future episodes. And they can't wait to chat with you next week.